I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Togiolet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hello, 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 people, and happy Monday to you. It has been a hot minute since we've had a chance to chat, since I've been on the air live with you. Uh, I've just had a, a, a busy schedule. I've had a Quite a few things going on, um, but understand and know that um, you were in my thoughts and in my prayers. Um, I had the pleasure of uh, actually visiting uh, TogiNet Radio um, this past week, and um, I was thrilled and excited to um, meet some of the people firsthand that um, I've been working with for a couple of years now. Uh, we'll be coming up on another anniversary pretty soon, um, Toginet. Uh, uh, this show, I'm not the same woman I used to be, I'm free, launched in September of 2010. So in a few months, what, that's about four months, we'll be celebrating a five-year anniversary. So um I'm very, very glad that uh, you are still listening. I looked at uh, my statistics page earlier today, and I was very pleased to to know that people are still listening, that people are interested in what we talk about on this program. And for any of you who might be new listeners, I just want to let you know that um, we do this show as as an outreach program, as an extension of Equipping the Saints Ministries. My husband, Chris, uh, who um, is normally on the air with me behind the scenes um, and plans to join me tonight, he's just going to be stepping in uh, a few minutes late because he got stuck in traffic. But um, my husband and I, um, we have a passion to to reach out to people in various ways and and whatever ways we can so um, we use our gifts and our talents to do that and because I have personal experience personal firsthand knowledge of what it's like to be sexually abused um, what it takes to overcome that abuse um, how it affects one's life in every aspect of their life, you know, um, I developed a passion to reach out to people and to um, share my experience with them. Um, We do that uh, in different ways. Uh, I have several books that I've written about the subject, including my own personal testimony. Um, 
and a follow-up book in which I talk about what the process looks like come sexual abuse. Um, and I have actually another book that I'm going to be talking uh, more about tonight called uh, The Story of Me. I, I guess I should mention the first two books. You can find them on my host page. You can find them on, on this uh, radio show page. Uh, the first one is called The Story of Me by Diane Jones. That's my personal testimony, my personal story. Um, the second one is Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. And the third one is The Story of Me, a Black Nurse. And I haven't talked too much about that third book on the air because I've spent most of my time dealing with the sexual abuse um, issues. But um, in light of the headlines and the, um, huh, what should I say? Um, I don't know if I want to call it scandal uh, or if it's just... Um, if I just want to stick with the phrase headlines, but in light of the headlines that hit the fan, what, not quite two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, something somewhere around there um, regarding one of the owners, an owner of an NBA team. Some of you are probably very familiar with that story. Um, it's regarding Donald Sterling, um, who allegedly made racist comments. Um, and last I heard that he had confessed that the comments and the conversation were true, uh, that had been recorded of his conversation. But anyway, in light of the news and what's going on in the news, um, I decided that it was time to tackle the subject of racism as it pertains to abuse and trauma. Since we deal with sexual trauma on this show, I felt that it was appropriate to um, deal with the fact that racism also causes trauma and is also a form of abuse and is a sin issue. It is not simply a social issue. It is not simply a cultural issue. It is a sin issue. That's right, people. It's a sin issue. Some of you may wonder, what does, what does Diane mean by sin? Well, I've described it many times before on this show, but sin is Rebellion, rebellion against the ways of God, the righteousness of God, his ways of doing things, his ways of uh, his standards, anything that goes against God's ways, God's standards, uh, what he says is right, what he says is good for us, what's good for mankind. Anytime we as a people rebel against those ways and against those standards, it is sin. It is sin. So um, I'm going to read from a couple of articles that I pulled off the Internet 
I plan to read some from my book as well, but um, we're going to tackle this subject um, the best way I know how. And I, that means I always have to include the spiritual, um, the spiritual overtones. You'll see gobs and gobs and lots and lots of comments from, from people um, regarding these articles and um, the ones that I read so far, you know, are all dealing with the social aspect of it. But you know what? None of that really matters to God. <laughs> our social norms, our cultural norms, our opinions, our, you know, thoughts and belief systems outside of him and outside of his word and outside of his standard and his guidelines doesn't amount to a hill of beans. So that's why I want to include the spiritual aspect of racism. Racism, well, let me do two things. Let me read from, um, let's see, I'll read from the Wikipedia and it will... I'll make sure I did. It will give us the, um, you know, the definition, shall I say, that consider different races to be ranked as inherently superior or inferior to each other based on presumed shared inheritable traits, abilities, or qualities excuse me it may also hold that members of different races should be treated differently while most conceptualizations of racism include the notion of race-based discrimination the exact definition is controversial both because there is little scholarly agreement about the meaning of the concept quote race unquote race and because there is also little agreement about what does and does not constitute discrimination. Okay. That is from the Wikipedia. Normally, let's see, I read from Webster's. Uh, I like Merriam-Webster's outlook on things too. So let's see what Merriam-Webster's has to say. Uh, Merriam-Webster says... Racism, poor treatment of or violence against people because of their race. Race, <laughs> simple and to the point. <laughs> poor treatment of a violence of or violence against people because of their race. The belief that some races of people are better than others. Straight to the point. So we'll jump into that a little bit further in about seven seconds because we are coming up upon the break and hopefully that'll give Chris a chance to join us.
Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people, I'm back. I'm back. I hope you had a chance to grab your tea, uh, your coffee, um, something, something to enjoy while um, you enjoy listening to me. And if time permits, and if you so desire, we do have some call-in lines um, if you'd like to call in and make a comment about what I'm talking about, I will do my best to to get to you. Um, the call-in numbers are on the show page. They are on the show page, but I will tell you one of the numbers right now. It is 866-404-6519. Okay, just in case you want to call and make a comment about what I'm talking about. I am talking about racism as another form of abuse. I am emphasizing the fact that it is not just a social issue. It is not just a cultural issue, but it is a sin issue. 
Racism is oppression. Biblically speaking, it is a form of oppression. It is um, also can be described as having respect of persons. When you respect one race or person above the other um, because of the color of their skin. Okay? Biblically speaking, that is considered respect of persons. And in the Bible, it clearly tells us not to have respect of persons. Now, it goes on to describe, and um, I'm kind of flowing. I'm going with the flow right now because I didn't write down the, the chapter and the verse of this. But, but there is a, a, a verse that describes how we are not to have respect of persons, how if one person came into the congregation that was dressed in fine apparel and, you know, um, nice clothing, then we're not supposed to say to that person, okay, you sit here, you come and sit in the front because, you know, they appear to have it going on, so to speak, you know, because they're dressed nice and because they appear to have money or to be, you know, have some level of prestige. And then you say to the other person who, who maybe looks, um, more disheveled or not as uh, well-groomed or doesn't have the fine clothing and you say to them, well, sit, you, you sit over here or you sit in the back. Okay. I've had, I've had, I've had personal experiences um, like that. Um, I, I remember a time and this was not necessarily because of my race at this time I don't think that it was because of my race but I do feel that the um the children that I was caring for at the time combined with myself you know being in my presence made the individual look down upon us and um what I'm what I'm describing is I Chris and I did foster care for a period of time uh, several years ago, and at that time, I had children of different races. I had some Hispanic children, I had some black children, I had some white children. Um, but that particular day, I believe I it was myself, and I had two Hispanic children, babies. To- they were toddler age, toddler and and yeah, toddler age. And we went to a function in which Chris was coaching. Um, He was coaching and helping with a basketball camp. And I got there with my babies. And um, the person that I I found a table and I sat down. Uh, As far as I could tell, there was no reservation signs on it or anything. I just picked a spot that I thought would be... um, good for me and the kids to to sit at the babies to sit at and the person um when they noticed me that was in charge agonizing and whatnot when they noticed they came over and they um very rudely and very condescendingly said um basically this table is reserved and you guys need to move like just it was just the tone it was just the nastiness in her voice and it was like um you know, this was reserved for, for, for the dignified or the, the dignitaries or or someone else more special than you all. And 
you know, you can tell, you can tell, because we are spiritual beings, you can tell, you can feel in your spirit, especially if you're discerning, you can feel the intent or the motivation of a person's words often, at least I can. And it just cut me that, that this person, not so much for myself, but I felt like they were actually, um, had an issue with, with the babies that were with me. You know, like, oh, you're just, I don't know, like, you're just one of those people that just have all these, these low life kids or something to that effect. And it just really, oh, it really bothered me. So I really didn't want to be a part of the function anymore at all. But because my husband was heavily involved and because everyone, I couldn't hold everyone accountable for this person's actions, I politely got up and found myself another seat actually behind the stage, like backstage, backstage, because I didn't even want to sit up front. I didn't even need to be recognized or have to sit up front um, because it made me feel that uncomfortable and it, and it hurt my heart for the babies, even though the babies didn't know what was going on. So that's my, you know, one of my little stories about how, how um, respect of persons is, 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 is ungodly and how cruel it can be and how it can make people feel. And back to the issue of racism, treating someone differently because of their race, you know, is also a form of oppression, oppressing people, um, holding them down, keeping them in a, in a place of subjugation so that that person who is doing it can remain in control, can, can remain on top, if you know what I mean. Um, oh, well... I could go on and on and on even about that, but um, I believe Chris has had a chance to join me. Honey, I want to make sure you're there. Are you there, husband? I'm here. I don't know if you can hear me. I can hear you. I can hear you. Wonderful. I I thought that you were trying to test your mic a, a few minutes ago, so I just wanted to give you a chance to get settled and finish my, my uh, line of thought, my train of thought. How are you doing, handsome? Oh, I'm doing just wonderful. Just wonderful. Been rushing, trying to get home. So mm-hmm. I'm here now. <laughs> okay. Trying traffic. Yeah, you said the traffic. Couldn't tell if anyone was seriously injured, huh? No, there was no injuries. It was just a guy standing out there with his phone. And a cop was there. So pretty much. Can you hear me? We lost Diane. Okay. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Okay, honey. So I guess you couldn't tell if anybody was seriously injured, huh? Uh, no, it wasn't. It didn't look to be. It didn't seem to be that there was any kind of injuries. It just was a guy spun into the grass and kind of held up everything. And plus, it's it's raining now. Oh, okay. Police, police were on the scene. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm thankful that it seems anyway that no one was seriously injured, and I'm certainly glad that you made it here in time to join us. Um, I didn't even get to tell you what I was going to be talking about tonight, so I'm sure you heard a few minutes um, 
the last few minutes of my comments, uh, I decided to tackle the subject of racism and to deal with it from the perspective of being um, another form of abuse, um, of causing trauma, and of it being a sin issue. And um, I'm going to discuss uh, or read some from my book, The Story of Me, A Black Nurse. But before I do that, let me bring people up to speed um, about my opening statement. Um, In light of the news that has been going on in the past week or so, where an, an NBA owner by the name of Donald Sterling has um, allegedly made some race ban from NBA events for life. Um, if I'm if I'm mistaken in any way, uh, Chris, I, you might be more aware of some of this than myself because I know that you are involved in basketball. So um, correct me if if I'm mis mis misstating something. Um, I've got like three articles here that I pulled off concerning this, one dating back to 2009, one in 2010, and one from April 29th. Um, Why don't I start with 2009 one? Let's see. Oh, my glasses. I'm getting older. (laughs) This one looks like this is 2009. Mm. It says, um, Deadspin. Deadspin, Deadspin, Deadspin. Racist. Uh oh, tombs. Be back after the tombs. tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Are you concerned about your physical and spiritual health? Tired of aches and pains? Heartburn? Taking pills? Being out of shape and having no self-control? Try the 90-day challenge by Vice Salads. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at dianesjones.bodybyvi.com. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, 
a purpose and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back, and we are talking about the issue of racism as it relates to abuse, as it relates to trauma, and as it relates to um, a sin issue and the spiritual, um, the spiritual insight and how how God uh, views racism. Okay, and I was just about to read some of the articles that I pulled. Uh, regarding the uh, situation that's going on with Donald Sterling and um, the racist comments that he is reported to have made. So this article looks like it's it's uh, from Deadspin.com, Deadspin.com. And um, it says, in, tw- in 2003, 19 tenants and the Housing Rights Center filed a housing discrimination lawsuit against Sterling, one of the biggest landowners in Los Angeles. It says that case, too, was settled. According to depositions depositions given by one of Sterling's property supervisors and obtained by ESPN, the magazine's Peter Keating, Sterling didn't like renting to black people. Quote, they smell, unquote. Mexican Americans, quote, just sit around and smoke and drink all day, quote. And people with children, brats, quote, unquote. Though he did like Koreans because, quote, they will take whatever conditions I give them and still pay the rent. The property supervisor, Sumner Davenport, sued Sterling for sexual harassment. She lost. Hmm, that ties into our usual topic, (laughs) sexual abuse. When a tenant asked to be compensated for water damage in her flooded apartment, Sterling allegedly told Davenport, just evict the, another word for female dog. I'm not going to 
not going to say that word. I can spell it, B-I-T-C-H, another word for female dog, used inappropriately. Hmm. According to former general manager Elgin Baylor, Sterling envisioned a, quote, southern plantation-type structure for the Clippers, one in which, as he allegedly put it to Baylor, poor black boys from the south played for white for a white head coach. That's uh, pieces of the first article. It's quite, quite lengthy. Um, let's see, the 2010, is this the 2010 one? So far? Well, it just, um, it just came to light. He's been, he's been, he's been this way. He's, he was 80 something years old. So he's been this way a long time. And um, people have known about it, and everything, but for some reason, it's it's come to light, and and it's 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 being dealt with. It's been dealt with, and it's being dealt with. And he's one of those people who thinks that their money can 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 give them the power to do whatever he wants to do. And but you know, there's there's black people with money. There's Asians with money. You know, there's Mexicans with money. And so it's 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 like. People are are finally standing up and and speaking, you know, on behalf of their people and using using the juice that they have. You know, he made a statement about Magic Johnson and Magic Johnson has has has, you know, he's a billionaire, too, probably. And um, so it's not it's not it's, he's 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 a bigot and sin. Sin is all in intertwined all throughout and you have to you have to live according to the word and and you know there's no korean section in heaven there's no chinatown there's no black section Mm -hmm. there's no uh white anglo protestant wasp section it's all we're all children of the king and if we can't get along here we're not going to be we're not going to have the opportunity to get along in the presence of, of God Almighty, because what race is God? Mm. He's all of our races, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's 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 my two cents for now. <laughs> well, that's a, a power packed two cents. <laughs> I like the way you put things. Yeah, there. You know, God is the creator of the human race. We're made in His image. We are made in His image. Um, and I know that it, it grieves his heart, that it breaks his heart for mankind to, to um, you know, oppress one another and to hate one another and to kill one another and to discriminate against one another. The only discrimination that God um, condones is discrimination against evil. You know, the scripture tells us that we're supposed to, if we're believers, now if this is, if, we're, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you're supposed to love the things that God loves. And that is righteousness. That is, you know, uh, love. That is um, peace. That all the things that he says are good. We're supposed to love the things that God loves and we're supposed to hate the things that he hates. So we should hate the idea of racism. We should hate the practice of racism. We should hate the practice of uh, sexual abuse in the many different forms that it comes in. 
That's why we do this show, because we want to increase awareness that these things are wrong, unrighteousness. Whenever he brought judgment, whenever he, um, you know, dealt with issues in society, it was because of unrighteousness versus righteousness. Am I right? It wasn't because of the color of someone's skin. It wasn't because, you know, they were male or female. It was because they were evil <laughs> and wicked and refused to repent, even after he had given them opportunity over and over and over. And even in some cases, after hundreds of years had gone by before he brought judgment, because they, were, they refused to repent of sin. And as I said in my earlier statement, racism is a sin issue. It is rebellion against God's ways and what he says is right and what he says is good. Am I right about that? Um, I'm going to start here where it says, after interviewing then Clippers assistant Jim Brewer for the team's head coaching job, Sterling allegedly made this remark. And when he finished, Donald said something that was very shocking to me. He said, personally, I would like to have a white Southern coach coaching poor black players. He wanted to have a white Southern coach. He didn't say he wanted to have the most qualified. He wanted to have someone with X amount of years of experience, or he wanted to have someone who had won so many championships. He said he would like to have a white Southern coach coaching poor black players. <laughs> he didn't say that he wanted this white Southern coach to coach uh, players who maybe weren't that experienced or who didn't have uh, a lot of mileage or championships under their belt. He said, poor black players. What's the reason for this quantification? What's the reason for putting people in these types of classes and these categories? And I saw some people's comments on some of these where they, where they were even saying, ah, this is not racism. Why is this considered racism? Forget about it. Let's move on. Why do we care about whether he's, he's racist or not or whether he makes comments like this or not? Well, <laughs> I'm telling you why. I'm telling you why I care. And I'm telling you that God cares because God said that we're not to have respect to persons. We're not to discriminate. We're supposed to actually have compassion for the poor. We're supposed to have compassion, even if they were poor black players. You know, we're supposed to have compassion for the poor, compassion for the widows, for the orphans, uh, which many blacks fall in those categories of being orphaned or coming from single parent homes. Not only blacks, but many blacks do. Okay, so if anything, we're supposed to have compassion if compassion is due, all right? And the, the article goes on to say, and I was shocked, and he looked at me and said, do you think that's a racist statement, question mark? I said, absolutely. That's plantation mentality. 
plantation mentality. That's how it was when slaves were were um, working the plantations and when they were owned by the white slave masters and when they had no choice but to do what the white slave masters said they had to do or else they would be severely abused. Oops, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'll be back after the break. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on DougieNet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on DougieNet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, uh, I'm reading from the Sports Grid. This is an article back in 2010, November 9th, 2010. And I'm finishing up a few comments from this article in which um, this appears to have been a discussion between Sterling, Donald Sterling, and then Clippers assistant Jim Brewer. And in this final statement, he says... 
Said Baylor in the deposition, deposition, Donald T. said, well, that's a lot of money for a poor black. Donald T. said, that's a lot of money for a poor black. I guess it's not a lot of money for a poor white or a poor, I'm not sure who else, a poor... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll just leave it at that. That's a lot of money for a poor black. I think he said kid, like a poor black kid. For a poor black kid, I think. For a poor black something. Kid or boy or something. Poor black, poor black. They weren't exactly sure which word he used, but they said it was a lot of money for a poor black something. Um... Any, any, you want to jump in there, Chris? You still good? I'm good. It was basically he's saying anybody that's poor, he's they should be thankful for whatever they get. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's he has the mindset of being a a, a slave owner, and 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 it's just um. It's hard to even it's hard to even listen to it. <laughs> to be honest. That's that's my purpose in reading it because people sit sit back and say, now I know that for people to blow this over like it's nothing, then their hearts are all are also dark. They also have black hearts. For them to not to feel anything. For them not to feel anything, they must have, you know, a black heart themselves. But but um, that's why when you talk racism, when you talk about respect of persons, oppression, you know, mistreating someone because they are poor um, or because, they, the, because maybe they have been disadvantaged, sometimes through no fault of their own, in many cases through no fault of their own. Um, a lot of the racism that we still deal with in this country is directly the result of the slavery that occurred in this country. You know, the Bible talks about generational curses and it says, it says how that the sins of the fathers fathers are visited um, upon the children to the third and fourth generation. Well, the, um, the sins of racism that include rape and molestation and murder and beatings and preferential treatment and division and the list goes on and on and on. Well, those sins will be visited upon the generations on both sides of the coin. The blacks, the Africans, the blacks who suffered you know, we're still, uh, many of them are still feeling the effects. Their children and their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren are still feeling the effects of that spiritual curse, even though it was perpetrated against them. And many of the descendants of the slave owners are feeling the effects of their behavior seemingly in positive ways seemingly to many people it seems like it's in positive ways because they you know it has it has allowed one race to remain superior in many ways to another race but you know what god 
God is a just God. And just because we don't see the outcome, just because we don't see the, the took hundreds of years before God brought judgment. You know, the scriptures say that he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. So even when people are unjust, even when people are sinners, God still will exact accounts. He will still right and wrongs. He will still bring he judgment. Will. And the, the, one of the key things is whoever is, is the person that's being racially mistreated, it's no different from Pharaoh uh, with the Hebrews. Or, um, you know, and Caesar right. and the Christians, you right. know, um, the people who are being abused have to know who God is. And, and even though whatever situation they're in, they still have to hold on to God and have the faith and trust that he will deliver them. That's right. And, and, and you have to you have to put it in God's hand and, and, and you still have to live. And Caesar has to answer. Uh, Sterling has to answer. I mean, uh, Ramses, Pharaoh has to answer, and 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 it's it's a fact. There's always been, there's always been slavery, and there's always been racism. And I I want to point that out too because as a black person, um, I am in no way I am in no way uh, trying to imply that blacks are the only ones who have been discriminated against throughout. Throughout history, the history it's of mankind. mankind. It's a mankind, and it's a sin issue. It's a. There you go. There you go. Hitler. Um, Hitler was a racist. <laughs> he did the same thing to the Jews. King Herod in the Bible uh, slaughtered the, the the Jewish, the Hebrew boys. Even okay. Even the people who who may have come out of a situation of being. Um, being being uh, you know racially attacked when they when they when they are delivered from that situation. There's a lot of times that that person who now has the opportunity because the hand, the shoe is on the other foot now. Mm -hmm. um, they have opportunity to undo. Mm -hmm. A lot of times now because of sin, mm -hmm. they become the oppressor, mm -hmm. or they say, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna show." Mr. Charlie, you know, I'm only going to hire minorities, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and is that right? You know, mm -hmm. that's not right. You, you have to be fair and, and really you're supposed to pray about every decision and everything. Right. And, and say, God, what is your next move? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, sin, sin, sin is going to always um, dictate if you're not right, if you're not living right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I can recall just off the top of my head, um, the first time I, I think I saw the movie, I, it must have been when I saw the movie of Shaka Zulu, Shaka Zulu, um, he was definitely a warrior, but man, that, he was, he was crazy, <laughs> he was wicked, he was evil, he killed um, many of his um, his own people, people of his own tribes, but then also other people of color, other blacks, other, I, I don't want to misquote, but I believe other Africans people. 
that he fought and killed. Um, the story of Hotel Rwanda was that the um, was that the the, 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 the Tutsis, Tutsis and the Hutus and the uh, yes, yes. So it's and, it's it's racism within a race because right. of tribes, right? Haves and have nots. In some of the places that I've worked, where I've worked with uh, a Filipino population. I I learned from you know socializing with different the different staff members that even amongst the Filipino community there's there's you know division and issues if you speak a different dialect you know if you speak Tagala versus another dialect or just you know you're from a different region of the country they discriminate against one another so it's a, it's a sin issue. Um, we have it bad here in the U.S. Uh, we have it bad, and the country is suffering for it. Even now, people people don't think that they are. They think that one end of the spectrum is suffering more than the other, but the country overall is suffering because of sin, um, not just racism, but sin. So it looks like um, I only have two minutes left. So, wow, let me see what can I get done in this two minutes. The last article from 2014, April 29th, and this is uh, from Sports Illustrated Point Forward by Ben Gulliver. I'll just read a few of the comments here. Um, supposedly, this is what Sterling was saying to his, um, to his mistress. Okay. TMZ.com released a tape of a conversation in which Sterling can allegedly be heard scolding V. Stiviano, his girlfriend, for bringing African-Americans to Clippers games and for posting photos of herself and African-Americans to her Instagram account. Um, he is said to have said this. It bothers me a lot that you want to broadcast that you're associating with black people. Do you have to question you can sleep with black people. You can bring them in. You can do whatever you want. The little I asked you is not to promote it on that dot, 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 and not to bring them to my games and not to bring them to my games. Looks like I'm not going to get to read from my own book because I'm running. Really need to consider, fast, and pray to break the stronghold of racism. 